right, I'm recording. Okay. wrestling and it has been a while as we always say it's uh it's been a long while because there has been so much stuff since we last did an episode it's been just ridiculous and and joining me this week is my co-host at in ring art justin and justin i mean there's so much stuff we have not talked about. I mean, did we talk about Elimination Chamber? Yeah, I think so. We okay, did. wait. That's yes, probably yes. the last time we, we did recorded. talk about that. Yes. Okay. Did yeah? Did we talk about New Japan Cup matches? No. Or uh, AEW Revolution? No. Did we talk about Stardom? New. No. A lot of crazy shit has happened. Uh, Justin, uh, oh, since we last talked, if you can remember, remember what has been some of your favorite stuff. And by the way, guys, we're jumping into it right now because, uh, you know, we're going to do a little shorter episode where we uh, leave the small talk for later. We're going straight into the wrestling, by the way. And I am at Migrations or at John Ensman. John Ensman, he is at In Ring Art Justin. Justin, what was some of the craziest stuff you've seen over the last couple of weeks? Well, man, uh, you know, I think what's standing out and uh, is, you know, Revolution had two pretty outstanding matches and an obvious match of the year candidate that's going to be there at the end, which is the uh, the Iron Man match between uh, MJF and Dan- uh, Brian Danielson. Uh, that for match, starters. man. Dude. Insane. That that was a game changer for uh, AEW, um, for a lot of stuff. I guess we could do a whole episode on that match and the thing leading up to it. Um, wow, just like I'd never I've seen some crazy shit in AEW, but that was truly next level. And we were kind of criticizing the build a little bit, or not necessarily the build, but just the whole no, MJF the, the, kind of yeah the pattern. build the 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 pattern. But here's the thing, man. Okay. We're still right on that. And if he's, if it's next MJF versus Adam Cole and he's like, Adam Cole, I'm going to give you five stages of hell, you know, mm-hmm. then we'll know again. Like, it's really bad. But uh, MJF should probably wrestle more just like other feuds. Chris, uh, you know, like, just other wrestlers like Ricky Starks and stuff, they like wrestle while they're feuding. They don't just like, talk for like six months then wrestle i want to see more of mjf just be wrestling through his views i mean he's a very good wrestler i mean that's evident that's what i mean yeah he's like ridiculous ridiculous ridiculously good yeah yeah and he could probably go any style he wants to be honest um and uh it's very evident in that match and uh you know, I it was just perfectly done. I don't know what you do with Daniel with Brian Danielson now. Um, so he says he's going home. I think he's gonna take a few months off. And uh, dude, I, 
you know, it don't, Brian Danielson, you say, I don't know what you do with him, but he works well everywhere. So it really yeah. don't matter what you do with him. Maybe he's home is the, the G1. Um, I think oh, I read I some wish. little, there was a tidbit he I read. He said it was a 30% chance. I, I There was a tidbit I read where he said that Vince was going to let him do the G1, but Tony Khan doesn't want him to do it when he was negotiating. No, nah, nah, he, he asked he asked WWE and they... Well, I think Vince said, yeah, go ahead, and, but Vince doesn't know what it is. <laughs> no, because if Vince said go ahead, he would have done it. Yeah, but... Um, um... Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I know Tony Khan says he can't afford to lose, he doesn't want to give a guy up like that for what, four to six weeks, but I mean, he's been without guys for four to six weeks before and it's been fine and, you know, Brian Danielson hasn't consistently been, uh, you know, on their show for the time he's been signed with them, so. Um, no, but he is proving all his worth and more, absolutely. Oh, yeah, I mean, still, he's in the top five in the world for sure. And, you know, and, NJF's uh, not too far outside that. It... Yeah, definitely. And these guys proving that with a very American-style match, but also tons of story thrown in there and some hard-hitting action. And, you know, just the story. There was, like, so many spots just, like, calling back and doing all this stuff. And, and you know, MJF can still look great, but then do that little cheating, too. Dude, I just don't know. Uh, we'll we'll be discussing this versus Omega Osprey. Yeah, we will. We, and hey, so you know what? And and uh, a tremendous match with Hangman Page and uh, John Moxley on that card. And well. we and we're and we're gonna get to that. Yeah. But MJF versus Brian Danielson, we both. We'll be talking about it at up. the end of huge the year. Um, yeah. in, um, in quick question: sure. uh, Haiti Hater Ruby Soho Soraya. Um, did you watch the whole match? Because I don't even really remember. Um, that was my dog walking match when I had to take yeah. the dog out. Um, not because I don't really think any of them are that talented. I just haven't been following anything. And I'm just, in general, I, I, not I a guess fan of multi-match, multi-people matches like that. So Jamie Hater's great. Uh, but Ruby Soho uh, is now a heel. Yeah, she's. A heel oh, I did see that part of it. I think I got back. And from yeah, that. yeah, they were they were like that on uh, Rampage, which she actually cut a pretty good uh, promo, even though she was like, "You fans caused us." Anyways, uh, Moxley versus Page. I think a lot of people liked this one one more than I did, but actually, the last uh, few bits of this match were fucking great yeah it was some great stuff with the barbed wire and stuff and uh you know i think we've said it before aw may be a little too much blood in general um especially john moxley gets a cut walking out to the ring yeah. um and obviously you know the main event even had a omega when uh, you know even omega who's aew went to japan and uh they let him they let them cut they let them juice in Osprey, you know. Yeah, that's true. Especially with oh yeah, and 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 blood is really is very um, rare in Japan. Almost yeah, as rare as it is in WWE, and it's and almost always think, accidental or hard way. That made me think how just 
I guess, uh, you know, let's not see too much of it. It'll become a fad just like super kicks were years ago. DDTs became, you know, Canadian destroyers. But uh, it'll come and go, I guess. I mean, the last Any blood I really remember from New Japan that was, like, obvious and, you know, visible was when Naito accidentally hit his face on the goal, on the on the dune post against Kenta um okay right but the world you can, shut down no but you can never forget Kenta versus um Tanahashi ladder match oh yeah that was that was wasn't that one actually. of the grossest grossest dude I loved the match but no, it, it was, was good extremely gross the blood like spilling all over the place yeah but none of that <laughs> That was like stuff that went wrong that cost. Them, no, I know, you know, I know, I know, I know. I I, I guess I we're transferring to yeah. uh, stuff that went wrong. But Moxley versus Page with the fork. Really, everything went right yeah. for them. Uh, yeah. Forks and the finish. I will say was fucking great. And 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 Moxley, dude, I love Moxley. You know, he he gets in the choke and then he's all hanging in the rope and he like does this quick like panic look and then just starts tapping like immediately <laughs> it's like his acting too is so great his selling is he, amazing he might be the most teflon guy in wrestling right now where a loss to anyone doesn't really hurt him Dude. you know what i mean yeah i don't know man he's been around for so fucking many awesome things even when you and i started watching wrestling so it's just exciting very exciting. Uh, the Guns versus the acclaimed Jay Lethal, Jeff Jarrett, uh, Orange Cassidy, Dan Housen. Did not watch this match or the story. You know anything about it? I, I, I was half in and out of that one, but it was fine from what I saw. Um, well, we can't talk too much about the story. The I Guns are good. Um, I, I mean, look. I'm on the fence this, about this whole Jeff Jarrett thing. Well, through all this, we know this. Jeff Jarrett is going to go against Orange Cassidy for the international title very soon. Okay, mm -hmm. so that's one. And two, um, a e uh, FTR has come back, and they are challenging the Ass Boys for the Tag Team Championships. So that's what's going on now. Um, moving on, Samoa Joe versus Wardlow. Wardlow... Uh, won the championship, right? Yeah, yeah. And has now lost it to Hobbs. I, I saw some image of that. You know, Wardlow does nothing for me. I don't know about you. Are you serious, dude? Yeah. Not even back when uh, he was going against Cody Rhodes? Meh, no, nah, just not. I'm not like those big guys, the big muscle head, you know, kind of bland guys. It's But just, dude, yeah. no, that's the thing. He's been in some great story. Okay. Dude, no, this stuff with it don't MGF matter if they're good, muscly but, and bland if they've had a good story. But uh, yeah, I and know. he and he's athletic too. He does flips off the post. Yeah. He does flips off the post. Just not enough charisma for me. Like yeah, okay. I, we, Samoa we Joe, I love. Big on, we disagree big on this. Yeah. We'll have to talk about I it love, later. I love Samoa uh, Joe, you but this just does, does not. Although don't me. do it. Yeah, just there's just a genericness about him, and this Braun Strowman's never done anything for me. Um, you know those big guys like that. I wouldn't. Even I, I like them. a little vulnerability. To, you know what I mean? I like guys that. You know what I mean? He shaved his head because of something recently and said his dad 
talked about his dad's history with him. You know, that's a vulnerability. He's lost a bunch of matches. Anyways, let's move on to yeah. uh, Jericho, Ricky Starks. I didn't see this one either. Um, actually, I think I saw this one later, and this match was awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was good. I mean, it's amazing how Jericho is just can still just, you know, do anything. <laughs> it Well, and he just keeps going, too, which is even crazier. Um, you know, it's just... He is who he is, and it's not that crazy when you think about it, because we are Japanese wrestling fans, and we know all sorts of guys at that age that can fucking go, even older, you he, know? But he's can still wrestle in main event spots, and there's not that many in that age that can do that. Dude, nah, Kojima can do it. I, yeah, um, but he, I mean... Nagata, Kojima, Nagata, uh, what's his name? Sure, but Nakamura. they're all... Yeah, I guess these they're about in the same spot of the card now, but you know. Well, it, well, no matter their card, I mean, they're, these guys are all like main event super talents, right? Yeah, I mean, I still think Jericho can do a thirty minute match with most guys too. I mean, he can still pretty much hang. We'll with have anyone. to see uh, Satoshi Kojima versus Chris Jericho thirty minute Iron Man. <laughs> so, um. Have you seen any of the uh, WWE programming this week? No, I haven't. I haven't watched any WWE. Um, and this is a guy really. who said that Sami Zayn had the best story. Last he did, but you know, it's just so know. hard. Like, what am I going to do? Watch three hours of it's Raw? It's on YouTube. Still? No, it's on YouTube. Every, every um, angle is on YouTube. I, I mean, yeah, I mean, I catch enough. I mean, I've caught enough of it where I saw, you know, uh, Jay super kick him and stuff. You know, you get enough of the cliff notes to see those moments. So I have seen that. I don't know what they're... Uh, he's going to slowly convince Kevin Owens to be his tag partner. Or is he going to... Uh, I don't know what's happening with Is he going to go that. on with a, hang, uh, with a um, handicap match against him? I don't know about all that, but uh, Jay Uso recently... Uh, Pushed his brother away. He pushed his brother away. But Walked I know to Sam, Sammy Zane, and he hugged Sammy, and then he kicked Sammy in the head, and all hell broke loose. I and know then that Cody Rhodes came out and saved. I know that they're you know trying to uh, Cody Rhodes separate Cody and Sammy from the spots on no, the show. No, they're they're trying to make them both heroes. Right. Like, super good guy. Yes. But they're trying yeah. to avoid the you Sammy chance when shit. Cody comes out, you know? Dude, we'll see how it goes with the Raw after WrestleMania. But yeah. the problem is, dude, they are actually advertising the Raw after WrestleMania this year right. as a place where the Switchblade fans come out. Where the Switchblade Jay White debuts. I don't know. I, don't, I honestly don't know about that. That would be uh Well, that would be the time. I, gu- to do I it. guess he could only debut there. If they put him in fucking NXT, I would probably be a little weirded out by that. It, he, he's so I, I think I think putting uh Dragon Lee in NXT was offensive. I think that means we're going back to the old shit. 
Because uh, there's probably a few things way... they want him to do, but um, you know, I think Jay White. But they're is like, just... we're gonna teach, we're gonna teach him. We've we've thrown that the Jay White is a WWE style wrestler um, out there. I mean, he's a polished product ready for them. The only thing he has to do is tone down the cuss words, <laughs> really, with his promos. Uh, yeah, and he has to... Well, no, he has to learn how to uh, also throw the uh, fake punches instead of forearms. And and then you can, all your shit can't be as violent. Yeah. You can't be doing brain busters, pile drivers. But his pace and stuff, I mean, he's he's going to... And I don't know if he's going to be able to use his finish there. Or whatever. Mm, yeah, well, it's too similar to the crossroads. So. No, it's similar. It's it's the exact thing as Sister Abigail. Okay, yeah. Yeah, but... Um, well, no, because he doesn't kiss them, but... That, well, yeah, he'll, it's the same he'll move probably, minus the kiss. Yeah, who knows? Same exact move. He'll, it'll probably be some random, lame-ass DDTs kind of variation but Bray Wyatt doesn't what really every... wrestle anyway so it doesn't matter speaking of Bray Wyatt like a lot I've heard a lot of bad stuff it's like he's using all his story to hide from the bad wrestling um what's your take on this latest Bray Wyatt uh month after month thing going on what 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 do you mean Oh, Bray Wyatt showing up on every episode, but not wrestling, and then Uncle Howdy, and then Uncle I, Howdy came out and fucked up the opponent. And I haven't even, I don't even, I'm not even aware of any of it. I know, I, the last thing I saw was him fighting Eli Drake, or, I mean, LA Knight. Okay. Oh, in, so, in the pitch, the Mountain Dew match. In the Mountain Dew match, and then I don't know if they're doing, like, a Doritos match or something at WrestleMania. Are they still doing the Eli Drake thing, or what? A shout out to everybody, by the way. Not a paid sponsorship, but they got a Mountain Dew Pitch Black Zero that just came out. Oh, a Zero? Okay. Okay. It's pretty, da- okay. pretty damn good. It's basically Great Mountain Dew, right? Great. Ma- I don't even know what it means to be Mountain Dew when there's 40 flavors, but it's, right. yeah. It, yes, there's caffeine in it. <laughs> Great flavored. Uh, But, yeah, man. Um... Booker T on John Moxley bleeding. If I'm a promoter like Tony Khan and I have the ability to have the right medical treatment, the right really protocols of one night, and I got a guy on the show that wants to do it, I'm going to let him do it. Okay. Dude, If I'm not going that hardcore. The real Booker T boys are so, I'm not, you know, it's like I'm not going to do yeah, but, uh, I mean, there's. I think with Moxley, it's just when it's every match. <laughs> it's literally every match he's in, he bleeds. Yeah. Um, WWE is interested in signing the elite. AEW wants to lock them into new long-term deals. I highly doubt, honestly, between you and I, that the elite would leave AEW. I heard um, Kenny re-signed the other day, but I could have just been bullshit. Well, I mean, come on, dude. Cody, I just we thought Cody would stay. He is a former WWE person, and the Bucks and Co- Kenny are best friends. They all want to be together working. I mean, to be honest with you, I see the point of like, oh, well, they've worked. You know, they're getting up there, and they might, you know, and they, 
you know, maybe it's time to go there and see what they can do. But at the same time, it also sounds like, you know, why would you, you lost the top four people who started the company? To me, that seems like something's not right over there. Dude, I wouldn't leave my company if I was one of the top four people that Unless started Unless you had a problem I mean, with some stuff going on there. Major problems. Yeah. Major problems. So but, I, I don't mean, see it happening. Obviously, either. we know that uh, Cody had issues. Uh, the fans, everyone's like, it's the fans' fault whenever they're a heel. But, like, it really was. He, you know, uh, I, I honestly, booed. I you know, listen, the whole world's full of shit. Cody Rhodes is full of shit. We're full of shit. But I honestly believe I'm not, the one. I'm not. I feel. Prove I, it. I feel the one point that he made that I just really believe is that he had different philosophies than those guys, and I do think it was kind of an amicable thing where he, well, he left because, uh, first of all, the character that he built there was you know, tailor-made for a WWE audience, as we're seeing. And I think the WWE audience likes when somebody comes back, no matter who it is, um, from yeah, being gone for a while. When someone, you know, so... Well, but also the WWE audience knows that he came from AW and did all this crazy shit. Yeah. And he's, he's every time you talk to him, he's like, guess who my dad is? Well, yeah, or we get that, you know, we get that, but they've always written that into his story in uh, WWE, and you know, obviously with the bloodline, they also write family history into the story, which actually kind of makes the whole thing a little more compelling. Well, no, yeah, I mean that's definitely part of what made that, what's making that storyline work is, you know, based in reality, those guys are really related, and you know. Hey, I have uh, I have breaking news, breaking news ooh, ooh. about Los Angeles, California. Mm-hmm. Um, this news involves the Galen Center on yeah. March 31st. Okay. Mm-hmm. The match will be a, let's see, the match will be a, Super card of honor lat no uh reach for the sky ladder match. So you hear that? Yeah, I'm hearing you. I guess it's gonna be a reach for the sky in celebration of Jay. Um the Lucha Brothers joined. Um and then who else? Wait. Is that it? Because I know I, I, heard- I guess that's it. So far. Wow. Okay. The Lucha Brothers. Well, that's uh they're gonna be very popular in LA. Oh yeah, definitely. Is Jay gonna have like a mystery partner or something or so they're saying no no no, they're saying uh Briscoe is still recognized as one half of the tag team champions as the company evaluated how to proceed following the passing of his brother Jay Briscoe. In a January car accident, it's unclear if the titles are being vacated or if Briscoe will be in the match with the new partner on this past week's Ring of Honor TV. By the way, Justin, very good show. A few good matches on that show. Mm. Um, Briscoe challenged and was granted a future TV title shot against Samoa Joe. Okay. So it's, prob- it's probably going to be uh, Briscoe. 
versus Samoa Joe. Old school Ring of Honor match. And uh, right now they're looking at the, uh, yeah, the uh, reach for the sky ladder match. And all we have is one tag team. So, so far. See, dude. And Claudio's their champ, right? Claudio versus Eddie Kingston is probably going to be the main event. Okay. Most likely. And then they're going to have... And now a lot of people are saying also that the Athena match from this week's ROH was one of the, like, best matches of, like, AEW this year. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Who did she she go against? No, it wasn't. It wasn't. Willow Nightingale? Uh, versus, no, oh. it wasn't her. It wasn't her. Versus Nightingale. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, that's a big spot for her. Yeah, yeah. Athena versus Willow Nightingale. Cool. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, both of them are amazing, right? Yeah. Very good. Mm-hmm. Very good. Some good stuff. I also heard the uh, Stardom show was great. I can't talk about it. I haven't seen it. I don't think you have either. Um, One thing I want you to talk about before we get out of here is the New Japan stuff. Yeah, New Japan cuppage. Yeah, so why don't you go over some of your memorable matches? I have only seen uh, Finley versus... What was it? Ishii. Ishii. Yeah. Um, And that was... Fucking wild. I just finished watching um, Yoshihashi and Kyle Fletcher and Suedo friend of the show, Aaron Hanare and Shingo Takagi. No way. And uh, both very good matches. And, uh, you know, especially you got uh, Kyle Fletcher beating Yoshihashi to probably set up an eventual defense for Bishimon against uh, Ozzy Open. Okay. And Aaron Hanari with a huge win. Um, so that's what I heard. A huge win from Aaron Hanari. Uh, was it bigger than facing Kenny Omega and um, Okada? <laughs> that's pr- Yeah, but I'm talking about a win for him. Win, uh, yeah. Outside of Who did him, he beat? Tana at the G1. Shingo. He beat Shingo. Ah, uh, okay. So okay. that puts him in the mix for, so that, for something. Was it a good match though? Yeah, it was, it was good. You like it was a really good hard hitting match. Good. Um, probably the best match he's had. Um, singles match. Um, you know what, Nare? He's super cool, man. He's no, he super is good. No, he is. I uh, and he's he's educated and he understands the game. And I would I would like to see him uh, level up a little bit. Um, you know, he's a fun guy to watch, and just like Omega, he's got references. <laughs> yeah, he's got he's definitely different. Um, and uh, you know, he kind of blends that he has kind of a Muay Thai style, um, with that Polynesian look, too. Though. Yeah, yeah, and he's a good striker, and uh, it's yeah, it's good to see a little a bit of uh kind of some new guy not i wouldn't really call him new because he's been around for a while well he's no he's but but a pushed pushed yeah yeah a fresh push yeah yeah so what else did you see 
Um, let's see. I did see David Finley come out and dye everything black and come out as a member of the Bullet Club, which was uh, interesting. And um, it seems like they're brewing something between him and El Fantasmo. Not getting along. As, or as getting along or fighting? Not getting along. Um, little Phantasmo was a little uh, critical of him being selected to be in Bullet Club. And there's been some social media stuff with that. Well, you know, I mean, look. Every time there's a new Bullet Club leader, it's a massive push for but the guy. But is Gaijin. he a leader, necessarily? Well, I guess we'll figure that out, yeah, right? But yeah. it looks like it because we have who's supporting him, right? It's Ghetto. Uh, get, ghetto, yeah. yeah I don't it, think there's any doubt that Ghetto has eyes for the champion. Is Juice Robinson still in Bullet Club? Could we have a reunion of He is juice? in Bullet Club, but he does not get paid by New Japan. So weird. So weird. It's pretty dumb. Well, never mind. So weird. I love Juice, but I don't know what the deal well, is. Well, that's now. a, you know, just thank Tony Khan for that. He's like, yo, you can play your same character you played in Japan. Play it here, and now I'll put you in. I mean, I understand, you know, Juice's approach is probably, I want to stay home for a while. I don't want to be going to Japan anymore. Stay close to my wife. I get it. But um, it's, it's almost like it's character mm-hmm. suicide in a way. Like, you know. He did have an ROH match. Not really? Where he was Dude, in a Samojo. He, he can probably work fucking two or three times a year. He'll be back in Japan And make a little cash. Too. They'll I, put him in ROH. What happened if he never had that appendix thing? Well, I don't know what would happen. What would I don't know what would happen yeah. if he didn't ever move to Japan. That's true. He was one of those guys that was a resident, right? He was a young lion, technically. Yes. Wow. So weird. But so was Finley, and so was Jay White. White. And you know what? So was Hiromu Takahashi. And uh, a lot of those boys go on to do uh, different stuff. Yeah. The The gaijins that came out of there, it's very interesting. We'll see what Clark Connor does. We know that Fredericks is gone. And what's his name? Gecko Moria now? Uh, Something. Eddie Thorpe. Eddie Ed Thorpe. Yeah, kind of a playoff of Jim Thorpe, I guess, if you're looking for native famous Native Americans for a thousand, Alex. Um I'm like I I did a DJ set about Eddie Kingston and then I read a magazine about Jim Thorpe. Call me Eddie Thorpe. But Carl Fredericks, that name sounds like an old man that lives down the street from you, you know. Yeah, old. but is it his real name though? I think yeah. Carl Fredericks was his shoot name, because I don't think you two use a name like Carl. If you're under, it's not a, it's 50 not years a bad old. name. It, look, if you're being real, it's not that bad. Otherwise, you're gonna get be called Kalen Family. <laughs> yeah, we could do a whole episode on. We could do a whole episode on wrestlers' real names, and yeah. find a lot Rest- that would be better than their shoot names. Carl Fredericks, Clark Connors. What? What about? I mean, you got Coglin, and we all had to learn Coglin. Took us all year. Everyone said Coughlin for the first year. Is Clark Connors that his real name? Well, anyways, Clark Connors. Yeah. So uh, no, but the young lions. We we're talking about those young lions, oh, right. and uh, yeah, um, sounds, dude. It, it. I'm excited to watch more of the New Japan Cup. 
Um, I did think that I, I really hey. liked the new Bullet Club leader. It was exciting. And don't forget, uh, you know, we got Naito beating, uh, was it not Tai Chi? Um, El Phantasmo. That was a really good match. And also okay. uh, El Phantasmo and Night. Oh, I just said that. <laughs> tai Chi and Sonata was really good. And that was a very interesting match, too. Um, I, I think- heard that uh, Yujiro and uh, Umino was like low tier. Shoto or Shota, I like him, and he's going to be great, but he's got... He, I, well, first of all, Yujiro in these... He's got me- work to do, bro. Yujiro is... Man. Um, he gave up. He's done, man. I mean, I don't really think he... Need, they got they got to put someone else in those spots. There's a man, lot of Man, if I was Shota Umino, I'd be like... I'd be like, man, um, since you're my senpai... Can you please help me structure my match? Uh, and Yuj- that was your mistake because Yujiro would probably be like, "All right, boy." I think here's what we're gonna do. Yujiro's got to join the likes of Dick Togo and you know Ghetto and just nah, kind of be got- a manager and maybe wrestle mixed tag, you know, in those multi man tags, and that's it. That's it for him. I think he needs to join the likes of uh, Muto and retire. <laughs> Anyways, um, so <laughs> well. Anyway, um, the Tai Chi match uh, against Sonata was great. Uh, Sonata won, which is you know we're all seeing what they do with that. But uh, the way they structure the match, the story with you know Tai Chi, you know, because what's when the one thing that we always complain about Sonata is he does. There's no emotion. There's no you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that, that, that's you know. never going to change too much. Well, he has his, he, his he, feuds. He had some of that fire come out during the match because of Tai Chi taunting him. So, I mean, it was a, it was a, it was a really good match. Um, well, I mean, he's... Definitely one of the better matches of the, well, the cup so far. Okay. Well, good for him. Good for him. I, I'm excited to see more. It sounds uh, really fun so far. Um, did you hear about Rey Mysterio? Is he going to be in the Hall of Fame? Is that what they announced? He is, but my question is, does the Hall of Fame matter a much no. or a lot? Maybe they can just have something for Dominic to attack him at before WrestleMania. <laughs> they just do it as a... That's true. Just an angle. I mean, you know. Might Dude, as well. I would be scared, though, because you got to think, if Dominic runs and tries to tackle Ray then you know FTR will probably come out and try to beat the fuck out of Dominic. That would be an interesting... Or they just just go against the kayfabe that night and he inducts him like a wonderful son. That'd be nice. But but didn't they say that... um, um, What's his name? Mick Foley was about to announce someone too. Did you hear that? Yeah, I heard that Mick is supposed to induct somebody, but that person has yet to be revealed. Um, Mudo. No, I I don't know. Do I, they I have, have a no thing with each other? I mean, Mudo should no, get in. I I don't. I don't think so. I don't know if they've been ever wrestled. If someone could find that out, please tell us. Well, Seriously. I'm just trying to think in my head. Terry Funk's in the Hall of Fame, right? 
I mean, that would be, yeah. I mean, he needs the money, bro. But I think he's an all fame. Terry Funk, WWE Hall of Fame. Um, I, I, I don't know. In 2013. In 2013, Funk, oh, he inducted McFoley. Dude, in 2000. Funk okay. along with his brother Dory. 2009. Or in yeah, 2009. And he was inducted by Dusty Rhodes. Okay, there you go. But maybe it was the Funks. Maybe he goes in separately now. Who knows? Well, we only know as much as we know about the Canadian wrestler that's wrestling this week on Dynamite. Okay. Who's that? Do you know who's wrestling? Abdul the Butcher. You think that Abdullah the Butcher is going to wrestle Jade Cargill? <laughs> what? Well, they both have boobs. Yeah, that's true, actually. <laughs> uh, I think they're saying it's going to be Taya Valkyrie, by the way. Oh, okay. Cool. They say that she's coming out of Impact. And then... She's uh, John Morrison or whatever. Uh, Johnny <laughs> Mundo, Johnny Dynamite, whatever he goes by. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's his wife. But she she's also been a long wrestler. Long-standing wrestler. Oh, no, no. She's great. Yeah. Been around. Yeah, she's been around. As he has as well. By the way, he will be um, actually fist fighting or boxing, as we call it, uh, this year. Um, John this Morrison summer at or Abdul yeah, the Butcher? Yes. No. Well, they uh, each other. No, it's Abdul just going to be... Butcher versus John Morrison John in a fist Morrison. fight? Yeah. No, it's going to be Johnny uh, Munda, or excuse me, Johnny... Or Johnny, Johnny fist fight? Um, bo boxing. Yeah, Johnny Boxing. Uh, he's going to be doing the YouTube celebrity boxing matches. Now, yeah. I will tell you, most of these are terrible. This one is uh, of uh, the summer one is a really good heart. It's called Creator Clash. It's a good hearted, basically, you know, fandom convention. Was it's, it him it versus like Cosmula or something? I wish it was, but I have no clue. I, I don't remember. It's just Johnny. Johnny Mundo in Creator Clash. Against who? I, yeah, that's what I have to find out. Oh, okay. Um, Creator Clash 2, yeah. Okay, it's Creator Clash 2. The first one sold out. They did it at the uh, Florida Central um, Arena or something like that. Uh, in Tampa? Okay, yeah. And so, let's see. It's uh, Fitz versus I Did a Thing. Okay, most people don't know these guys because they are uh, YouTubers, Nobody's. but that's fine. Um, Dad versus AB. Is he going to fight Mr. Beast? Dude, no, I don't think he's going to. Okay, John Randall Hennigan versus yeah. Harley. Okay, now Harley last year won and, and is, is like six. So it's going to be a freak fight because Harley is like six foot five and weighs like 300 pounds. Why does a guy like John Morrison have to stoop to this level of Boxing? trash? I don't think he has to, but honestly, uh, this convention is pretty fun, and they it's uh, very. This is not trash. I'm gonna tell you straight up. This one um, boxing thing, 
they make you train in boxing for a year Come and on. then they have like all these medical people there and all this stuff and it's like i don't consider... think he's he he's be he's above this kind of stuff well here's the thing this youtuber dad who he's a huge fan of he followed him there last year he went and watched dad because he supported him because he was a fan of the channel and dad won the match in five Who the seconds. hell is dad what are you talking about dad versus yeah dad the youtuber last year at creator clash dad knocked out the fucking opponent in like five seconds there's straight. a there's a youtuber named dad well he's changed his name to man but yes um there's way more to talk about that than I'm willing to go on this. You know, I just podcast. feel like an old person right now. And I even, even less so is, you know, I saw <laughs> someone on Twitter say, here's the lineup for Coachella and you, you're starting at a hundred. And then for every band that you do know, you get to take a year off and that's your age. And I swear I got like seven that I've ever even heard of that were at Coachella. So I'm like 93 years old. No, but that's that's not unnormal. That's not abnormal because most bands that play at festivals are fucking unknown. Well, little indie Coachella groups. is, you know, even at Coachella, dude. Even the top ten bands are like, yeah. Well, like, I mean, under they, that, it's like I knew Bad the Bunny, the Dignots, the Freaky know. Deekies, the Wallpapers, Beetlebug. You're like, who the fuck is that? I mean. I knew seven and I don't like, I've never heard, I don't, I just don't listen to stuff anymore. So that's a whole other story, but um, maybe it's just something that, you know, you don't, you don't John Morrison fighting a YouTuber named dad. I mean, that sounds like, no, he, he was with him last year and chilling with him and dad is super cool. Look, I'll send you a little no. infotainment guide on, okay. on your, on email. Because I think it's interesting. And you watch pro wrestling. So for you yeah. to come back and tell me, like, this weird shit is not interesting. Hey, man. Like, just wait a this second. This is just something that's been going on f since the 20s or whatever. This is like a real thing. This is a real thing. This is a. Boxing's been going on thing. since the 1800s. Yeah, but on. I mean, yeah. you know, I don't need to see. Well, we won't see it again, but. What am I going to, I like Screech versus Bonaducci or something like that. I mean, that's not the kind of stuff. See, that. that's what I'm trying to tell you. And I mentioned this earlier. It is a much more professional uh, it, group. They who are Who did Mike Tyson fight uh, a couple years ago? Buster Douglas. No, it wasn't Buster Douglas. Actually, was, he fought. Was it Roy uh, Jones uh, or something? Yeah. And, and he beat uh, his ass. But I mean, I don't know. These whole. But, like, but now you're just mentioning random boxing. I'm just not a boxing okay, guy either. Okay, you're not yeah. a boxing. I don't guy. know. I love boxing. I like MMA. I like pro wrestling. <sighs> I like uh, I like the whole like you know knock them out. Let's go. But I get you. It's not your thing, brother. <laughs> I don't know. And at that, we will end this episode. Really? He says I don't. Really? Okay, let's do it. 45 minutes figure why not yeah <laughs> just do a short one yeah let's do it um thanks guys for so much thank um, you and we just had a couple a weeks ago away from some pretty fun stuff right we had a quick fun one tonight a couple weeks away uh name the date say the place brother 
March 31st at Button Mash on Sunset in Los Angeles, California, uh, adjacent to Dodger Stadium from, uh, well, it says 1 to 6.30, but I don't know if we'll be there the whole time, but we'll definitely be there at 1. Um, I will be, uh, I will be going, I won't tell you specifics, but I will be in the Galen Center uh, after that for a show. If you know the show, you can hit me up on Twitter at john ensman um if you want to meet up anything like that you guys have a great day anything else you want to say mr justin inring art just keep an eye out on in at inring art on instagram and twitter for some we got updates stuff coming. yeah got stuff we got coming. stuff coming yes sir All right that we will see you guys later